Welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm so glad you're with us today. You know, if you've been listening to Seek Reality for a while, you know that I am fond of saying that I am as psychic as a post. I began to insist I'm not psychic because so many people I met, you know, in 2011, 2012, soon after The Fun of Dying came out, I just assumed I must be talking to the dead. That's how I was able to talk about what it's like after death. So I would always retort, me? I'm as psychic as a post. Of course, now I know better. When my wonderful primary spirit guide, Thomas, came out to me in 2015, and he he did it just so he could talk me into writing Liberating Jesus, when he did that, I was initiated into a whole new wonderful level of understanding. Of course, I had learned all about spirit guides the same way I learn about death and the afterlife, the same way I learn really just about everything. But now there I was having an active relationship with the same being who had quite literally made just about every big decision of my life. And we might talk about that a little today. Thomas had been working within me so comfortably that there had been just a couple of times when I even had a glimmer that I, w- I wasn't the one making these decisions. It was sort of like, what? Why did I just decide to do that? But then I would know, oh, all right, I have to do it now, and I would do it. Oh, I was so, so clueless then. But soon then I realized, not not long after he came out to me, that not only am I psychic, after all, in my own clumsy way, but I came to realize that probably everybody is psychic. All of us are working with guides so closely that our guides might even take the lead as we are making our biggest decisions, you know, to keep us on on track with our life plans. That's very important, and that's part of their responsibility. So sometimes they do that, but most of us don't even know that we're choosing to do this or that or this career or whatever, this particular person to marry. We don't realize we're we're making those decisions with the help of this wonderful person, not now in body, who has devoted his or her life to helping us do this well. Or, you know, is that really true? After all, how does this work? Thanks to Thomas, I've become very interested in this intense mental relationship we all are having with our spirit guides. I'm coming to suspect that maybe... Being psychic is such a central part of being human, and I've asked a friend, therefore, today, who is a prominent medium and also teaches psychic development, to join us and to talk about how we all can become better developed psychics. Carolyn Molnar is with us for the second time. She has more than 30 years of experience as a psychic medium, serving clients worldwide. She even says in China, all over the world. She also teaches classes in mediumship and psychic development, and she assures me that this is a natural skill, at least to some extent. I'm starting to believe that now. I'm starting to believe. I was in my 60s before I stopped saying I was as psychic, psychic as a post. I'm starting to believe maybe there's a whole new world here to explore. So I'm so glad Carolyn is with us to help. Welcome, Carolyn. It's so good to have you with us again. Oh, thank you for having me. I love your story. That's amazing. <laughs> that is fantastic. Well, I'm sure you you could tell even better ones, but it is, I, I mean, I suppose it didn't matter until I, he suddenly needed to talk to me. It didn't matter. I had no idea what I was doing and that I just, I'm excited to talk to you about this because I have a sense there's a whole lot 
that we really don't know about our, this is a whole area of being human we aren't even aware of. That's true. That's so true. Yeah. Can you first tell us a little bit about, because people are, you know, some people may not have heard our interview, which was about six months ago, I think. So could you just tell us a little bit about your own history again so people know who they're talking with? Oh, for sure. Well, I, looking back, I've been psychic um, and uh, mediumistic for a good part of it, but psychic since birth. I remember my mother saying, well, what do you get on this, Carolyn? And I'd tell her, and she'd say, oh, you can't be saying that. And I'd say, if you don't want to know, don't ask. I mean, this is a five-year-old. <laughs> you were pretty cheeky when you were five, weren't you? Oh, definitely. I was known as a know-it-all. And you know what? I really did know. I really, and I, and it was coming from a source that was so natural, I thought it was me. Yes. Um, and then fast forward it to, I think I was around age 20, and I had a horrific message with a very well-known medium who used to work with the police, and it was so bad, I called my father and, and said, Dad, help me, this is what's happened. And he said, oh, I'll take you to my psychic. I went, what? My, my psychic? You have a psychic? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, he, he introduced me and she trained me for 20 years and she, she and I were together, um, over the phone, in person. It was just like, it was like I, I came home and, and she was just the most amazing medium, so patient with me. I remember my very first reading with her. It was all cartoons and it was something I could manage because, you know, when you're a beginner, the uh, spirit likes to give it to you in a way that's um, kind and benevolent. So long story short, 20 years of, of her training, she passed into spirit in 2001, and I have devoted my work to her. She gave me so much um, hope, and so I wanted to pass that on to the people I met. So I'm now teaching, as you said, psychic development and mediumship, and I do also do sessions as well. And I'm, you know, now with everything as it is, uh, I have to tell people, when you have a session over the internet, like on Skype or Zoom, it's almost like I'm in your living room. It doesn't matter how far away you are. All I need is the sound of your voice. Wow. It can happen over the phone too. Yeah, it's the voice vibration that spirit hears. It's like a thumbprint and they go, Oh, okay, they're connected. Let's talk. <laughs> so great. Yeah, they transcend time and space, you know, like we're very linear in our thinking, but not spirit. Right. They can accommodate. Yeah. Because where they are, there is no time. We've talked about that on Seek Reality. People exactly. even though it makes our heads explode to think about it. We've we've talked I know. About it. It's true, strange as it is. So, so good. So, well, let's talk a little bit then about psychic abilities. You say you've always had them and they felt natural to you. So, you really don't know what it would be like to be like me and think I didn't have any psychic abilities, right? Honest to goodness, it is with me my entire life that I, I don't know what I would do without it, Roberta. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, dear. And you know, it's that still small voice in your head that just gives you the right information or the picture that you see that reminds you of someone and you act on it, that's psychic stuff. It's like it, they use all five senses to get the information to you. So 
um, we just have to wake up and see what these signs are and then we realize how psychic we are because we are actually antenna picking up information from the spirit world, but we just think it's us, you know? I, I think that's a very good explanation, actually, um, because I, I realize now that he was like an undifferentiated voice in my mind mm-hmm. that I thought was me, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, here's, there, there were, there are twice, twice he, he jumped in and made sure I made the right decision. When mm-hmm. I was choosing my, um, college major, I had all kinds of interesting ideas, but I knew I had to be, I had to major in early Christian history. Uh-huh. So there I am standing in the office about to choose it. I'm thinking, wait a minute. That's a stupid major. What would I ever do with it? And I was thinking, oh, I can't, I have to come up. But immediately then there was this peace in my mind and this, this, it was almost like a voice said, no, that's your major. So I went ahead and chose it. Voila. That was, that was him. It was clearly yep. him. Yep. And, and, and then the other time, this, this I swear is true, although I find it hard to believe, but I remember it quite well. When I was, um, just out of college, I went to a mixer very dark room, and I walked into the room, and there was a man sitting there among a ton of people, and that one particular man had a halo of light around his entire body. Mm-hmm. So I walked up to him and started talking to him, and we'd been married for more than 40 years. And you know what? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're psychic. You must be psychic. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but, but, but that, you know, clearly I, he knew I was such an airhead. I wouldn't choose the right guy. But she, but he he picked him out and it's yeah. worked very well. Many times I would have paid you to take him, but I'm gl- I'm <laughs> very glad now that that I mean obviously it was it was he was the right husband for me in so many ways. But oh, that's those beautiful. are the only two times that I know that he made mm-hmm. a decision because he didn't trust me with it. He made well, here's the thing: when they're working with us every day, and it seems so normal, like. I'll put it out to the spirit world. Oh gosh, what am I going to have for dinner? And boom, I've got this idea in my head. And I think I wasn't even thinking about that. They're very helpful. They, they love us and they bring us along to a certain point. They're not going to do something to, um, to sever the, the, the contact because they want to help us. My guide tells me that, um, because he has just recently ceased incarnating, he says that the way he grows spiritually now is by helping me to do yes. the things that I have committed to doing in this lifetime. And so I am really helping him to grow. Absolutely. I, it's, I don't even, I can't grasp how that works. And it came to mm-hmm. me so late in life mm-hmm. as a concept that I've, it's, I'm not devoting a lot of time or thought to it, but mm-hmm. I have come to so much rely on having my friend there all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a- well, he's he's got certain uh, assets in experience that he can help you, and in turn, you've got certain assets that he is needing to learn. So you will teach him. Doesn't matter whether you have a physical body or you're in the spirit world. It's a learning experience anywhere you are. And I, I've come to understand that our our guides are very much people with their own preferences. Um, he is. A, he's a very strong personality. Um, mm-hmm. He he had to come out to me. He found a medium, and he 
you know, made me think my mother wanted to talk to me because she'd died a few years before. Mm-hmm. And um, then they, I, got, I had that, and then the medium said, oh, and your guides are here. Do you want to speak to them? I said, sure. And I got to meet 11 guides. Yeah. And he was the last one. And she said, oh, and here is your primary guide. Um, and he says that I can, he says I can, you can call him Thomas. And I knew immediately. I knew him. I knew every, I knew, I knew so many things I had never known before. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And for a while then, he was a good sport about communicating through a medium. But he, within, I say a year and a half, I think it was, he stopped. He would not do it anymore. Yeah, and because he, you could pick him up. That's why. He insisted I learn yeah. how to communicate with him. Yeah. And I, I felt cut off for a little while, but I, I would just, you know, I started talking to him and he started saying, you know, telling me where he was. Oh, yes, I guess I can feel you there. It was, he had to bring along a, someone who was really very, very dull about this stuff to the point now where I, I he, he, it's a, it's such an effortless relationship. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. will say all the time, you should read this book. I will think, Thomas, should I read it? And I don't mean know immediately whether I should or shouldn't. Yeah. Um, whatever. And some people would call on. that intuition. No, that's, because, that's your you know, guide. I know it's your guide. However, if people aren't aware of what their guide is and who they are and how they work, they'll think, oh, that that's my gut feeling. They'll just give it another name. You yeah. see? I'm sure but that. You know what? The guides are like, we don't care as long as you pick it up. That's the purpose. Yeah, right? apparently they, they don't even, they, 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 none of them have the, the name that they have in the afterlife is another thing I've learned. I've mm-hmm. asked him, now that I know him better, what is his eternal name? He won't tell me. He says you'll know no. it when you come back. Yeah, and, he won't and tell I, me I think either. it, I don't think we could pronounce it, quite frankly. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, it's a different language. Yeah. 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 But, but it's, I, he, he also teaches that our, our guides try to teach us things. He needs oh, me to sure. be a better writer, and he yep. needs me to uh, write blog posts. And I've been doing that now for more than, well, it must be about two years. I've been writing blog posts every single week, and big ones. I mean, mm-hmm. so he he's given me all the titles ahead of time and let me try to figure out what they're supposed to be. And Perfect. if I... if. Well, not perfect. I mean, I struggled a lot. I still sometimes, mm-hmm. now I've learned not to even try to start until Thursday morning because um, before that, he's just not paying attention. But we, well, we do you know what? Well. Part of it is you're 50%, Roberta. He'll give you the, the lead, but he wants you to, to take off with it, right? I guess, but, it's, but yeah. since he's so effortless about actually writing them, because if I don't mm-hmm. get it by Saturday, he writes the whole thing. It's channeled. So. Ah. Since he knows already, I mean, this is an amazing new relationship to me. I mm-hmm. never knew that I had this relationship. Mm-hmm. And everybody listening, mm-hmm. you have a guide, and your guide is every bit as wonderful, and he doesn't like that I'm about to say this, as my guide is. He thinks he's more wonderful. Um, you know, you are right, Roberta. We all have guides, and they're all, uh, they choose the person that they're going to work with according yes. to what they have to offer in the way of wisdom and knowledge. And I have found with myself is that when they are um, at the point where they have nothing more to add, they will move on and, and another guide will come in. So I have almost like a revolving door uh, with guides as I really? move on with, yeah. And I, I'm at the point now where I don't know who they are. It really doesn't bother me because they're always there. They are always there. Yeah. We are never, ever alone. No. And 
Um, I, all I have to think, if, if I if I think I might be alone, all I think is, Thomas, where are you? And immediately I can feel, you know how you feel people's presence? Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. right behind my left shoulder all the time. Yep. yep. That's wonderful. And uh, you know what? With psychic development, you can learn to uh, experience your guides as well. Do you want me to tell you a little bit about that? Please. Oh, yes. Okay. So when I when I teach people... Um, I want them to learn the psychic part of the business before mediumship because it's so much easier to work with your guides. I call them guides and angels. I actually call them hey guys, and then they know I need them Um, (laughs) because they're kind and benevolent and sweet beings, and they're here to help. They're almost falling over themselves, and people will say, well, how do I get to meet my guides? Meditate, meditate, meditate. When you go into that quiet space and have the intention of meeting your spirit guides, not only are you going to meet them, but you're also using your intuition and you're strengthening that muscle. So, and I, with every, um, class that I have, there's always a component of meditation. Prayer first to set the intention and then meditate with the intention of meeting your guides. What is the, me- what are the messages? You know, what, what are they wanting to talk to you about? And now a lot of my students, they're already there. They can get the messages without having to be in class because they meditate. Yeah. But I will say this about uh, class. It is not a workshop and it is not a six-week program. Uh, a lot of people fall into that category. Well, it, we want it fast. We want it quick. And it doesn't work that way. It's a lifelong process. So uh, my classes go over a series of months. And then if people want to take a workshop, it's like a refresher. But you've got to find a reputable teacher who is willing to take you on the journey for a a short while. Um, I think it's really important that people pay attention to the time aspect. This is not a quick and fast thing. As you know, with your guide, Thomas, you have to build a relationship. you got to get to know them. you got to understand your own way of... Yep. So it's not going to be on in a workshop. Mm -mm. So, yeah. And the other thing I teach in um, in my class is uh, protection, so that you are protected at all times. That you're always with the highest, the purest, and the best. Because just like on the earth plane, there are people you love to be with and people you want to stay well away from. Yes. And it's the same in the spirit world. So. There's a wonderful book, if I may promote somebody else's book. Uh-huh. It's called Psychic Protection by William Bloom, and the last name is B-L-O-O-M. And what I really like about this book is it's not woo-woo. I am not somebody who's out there, you know, I am very grounded in this work. You have to be. And he has such um eloquent way of talking about it. Uh, that it's a normal and natural process. He's got diagrams. The book was written in 19, in the 90s, actually. So it would be something you'd have to Google and find, you know, on the internet. But I, that is one of my reference tools for all psychic development. I, I recommend my students to pick it up because I believe that, um, protection is a very important part of your learning. That is such a wonderful, wonderful point to make. And everyone, I'll put that uh, book in the uh, materials with this podcast so that you will be able to get it if you'd like. But um, I sort of took it somewhat lightly, um, but I have a psychic friend 
who uh, a few years back was would remark that there were negative entities around her, but she didn't mind them. They weren't bothering her. She, they, it was no problem at all. And then they took her over. It was the most horrible thing I have ever so witnessed. Yes. yes. They really can yeah. do that. If you are psychic, you've got mm-hmm. to protect yourself this way. Yes. And, and since we're all psychic, we all should be protecting ourselves. Yes, and this is why you need a reputable teacher who will teach you these things. This is such basic and important stuff. And, you know, um, find somebody who's going to teach you properly. Because a lot of this stuff you can't see, but you experience. And and everyone, just between you and me and Carolyn, don't listen, all right, to this. If you can't meditate and I can't meditate, that's okay. Because you mm-hmm. still can meet your your guides. Okay, you can listen again, Carolyn. Okay, well, here's the thing. <laughs> You can walk and meditate at the same time. Have you ever gone from one place to another and you think, hey, wait a minute, how did I get here? That's right, or drive. I drive that way sometimes. Oh, my. (laughs) Here's another thing. You're washing dishes and it's so mundane you kind of drift off. That's meditating. So when when you do that, they'll say, oh, good, we can connect with her because... She's she's not being distracted by she's other not things. Present in that moment, actively mm-hmm. looking at stuff and doing stuff. Okay, so what mm-hmm. you're saying is, meditating doesn't mean you have to be um, sitting cross-legged. You no. know, you're, uh, okay, all right, not good. at all. Thank you for saying that because you know there's an assumption that I I, I recognize that I just did and that was wrong. Uh, meditation is when we kind of zone out, not when you're driving, Roberta. <laughs> I Isn't that awful? But my body remembers how to drive. It's a great thing. Oh, that's good. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'll but, tell you another piece with psychic development that's really, um, I don't think people realize, but there is a lot of personal work that you have to do. You really need to get to know yourself and be strong and autonomous and believe in your own abilities, you know, because this kind of work, you can't, it's not tangible. And you just have to believe what you're doing is uh, credible. So there, it takes a strength of character to do this work. And, and when you talk about strength of character, you, uh, explain what that means to you. How, what, how, what, what about it is important and what does it mean to you? It means for me that you believe in what you're doing and you believe in who you are. And it doesn't matter what other people think or do or say. Okay, that's important, yes. Yeah, especially with this work. This is so out of, well, it's becoming more normal. I mean, when I started 40 years ago, it was not normal. But there there was this driving force in me that said, this is right for me and nobody's going to take it away from me. Oh, good, right. Yeah. And uh, I know people can get to it if they work at it, you know, and I've had quite a, a journey of finding out who I am and what I am. I mean, when I was five years old, I knew it, you know, nobody was going to yeah. get in my way. But then life gets in the way, right? And you're pulled here, you're pulled there, and you're sort of, you take on the social mores of the time or the belief systems of your family, and then... You come to a place where, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is not working for me. Who am I? Yes. That's the journey. Yeah. That is integral. A really, really, really good psychic medium will have had that that piece as part of their journey with their psychic 
and mediumship development. And it will, it may not even be a formal thing, but you, you know, you will be tested. And it's how you uh, come out of the test. And it's not a, a negative, horrible thing. It's more about strengthening your character. And that's what it's about. But you have to be very honest too, right? Oh I mean, my goodness, yes. Yeah, Let me yeah. say this. If you're not honest, you might as well just give it up right now. Because you know what? Your right. guides don't want to work with somebody who isn't honest or has integrity. Yeah, I, I think that's, I can see that. I, I've, I've had a lot of readings. Very mm-hmm. few of them resonated, really, because I'm a mm-hmm. skeptic. And that's a terrible thing to do to any medium. Um, but but nonetheless, um, I, I can tell when people are some people, some people just can't get something, and it's so good when they'll say, you know, I guess I must be having an off day. I don't seem able to quite mm-hmm. pick up on something that's going to resonate with you. And mm-hmm. I, I, when people say that, that's fine with me because we all yeah. have an off day, and this is something that's happening that's hard. You're mind reading with dead people. Let's think about what this is. So, so well, here's the other thing too, Roberta. People think that mediums and psychics are actually in control of the process. Yeah. We're not. Yes. We are the we are the the amplifier of those who want to speak. And as say for instance if it's mediumship and your great uncle Joe who was just a cruddy old guy who really didn't care much for you, um you want him to come through and he decides not to. It certainly tells me about his personality. He hasn't changed a bit. And I can't say a word if he's not going to talk to me, right? No, exactly right. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, and here's another thing too, Roberta. (laughs) Say, for instance, in a psychic sense, you know, um, I've had this happen to me quite often. Um, They ask a question. My client asks a question, and I get radio silence. Like, the guides are not speaking to me. And that used to really make me crazy because I'm thinking, oh, my God, oh, my God. But you know what the message is when they do that? I know it is now. They want the person, my client, to figure it out for themselves. They're not going to spoon feed them. And that, because of experience, I've recognized that. But in the beginning, oh, my goodness. Yeah, what do you that do? That scared me. Right, right. And who's in charge here? Not me. Not no. me at all. No, for no. sure. Yeah. Do you ever get, get messages that are going to be painful for people? And what do you do then? Yeah. Um, I I have to say, couch it in a way that... Um, that is deliverable. Um, I just had one today that was really painful. Um, and, uh, and I won't go into it too much, but it really left the family in a really bad way. And basically I said, you need a lawyer. That's what I heard. You need a lawyer. Oh my word. Mm-hmm. Yep. So those kinds of things. And I said straight out, I said, I don't really like giving these kinds of messages because my messages are about hope. But I think that it, by get, giving you this, you'll have hope sooner than if yes. you keep scrambling around. So, yeah, oh my we, word! Yeah, <laughs> those are hard, those are tough, really tough. Or but is, is that a, a psychic message? With the, the, yeah, okay, psychic. What, what about what about from, from dead people? Do you get messages that are hard to deliver? Uh, yeah. Um, and that would be mediumship. So yeah. not all psychics are mediums and vice versa. You can you right. can be one or the other or both. Yeah, oh yes. Um especially the ones who have completed suicide and they've come back and they want to apologize 
or the ones that have oh, been yeah. abusive and they want to come in and apologize and the family member says, no, you've had your chance, get out of my life. And oh. the reason why these spirit people come in is that it's karmic. They have to atone for their behavior and they have to ask well, when they're ready for forgiveness and they have to understand if the person here doesn't want to give it, they have to accept that. And that's part of their karma, you see. So it can oh. be pretty awful. Yeah. yeah. I had one lady, she called me and she said, I want to have a reading with you, but I want, don't want to hear from your mother. I said, okay. So two weeks later, guess who comes in? Her mother. I totally forgot the mess, uh, you know, the phone call because I don't keep these things in my head. And well, the you're, mother was supposed to, you're supposed to say mom can't come in if she wants to. That's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, I will dismiss them if, if the client gets so uncomfortable because I'm really working for them, right? Right. Yeah, but that's so. Yeah. Yeah. There can be times. Let me oh, tell you. <laughs> yeah. So, do, do most of the people who come to you for for psychic training want to become mediums, or what? What, what are the reasons why people would come to you for psychic training? Um, they want to get to know their spirit guides. They want to see life from a different perspective. Um, they may have lost someone, and I will not um, put them in a mediumship class until they go through the psychic development first, so they can manage spirit when they spirit people, yeah. not spirit guides. When it's when they're ready, I want them to strengthen their psychic muscle for mediumship. So sometimes people come because they've lost a loved one, and they want to be able to connect with them. That's really? sometimes, yeah. I am, you know, I found out. Some of my students, they come from all walks of life. They're incredible. Uh, a couple are actual teachers. One's retired. Another one was is um, a graduate of math from um, one of the Ivy League universities in Canada. I mean, the gamut, it's just amazing. These are regular people who just want to realize that there's more to life than what we see. And what yeah. is it? And can you help me? Yeah. Have you seen people really develop very well? Because I have the sense. Oh my God! Yes. Well, yes. it seems to me, um, especially with mediumship, most of the of the uh, spiritual or psychic mediums that I know have at least one ancestor who also, and sometimes it's on both sides. They uh, they had the gift, and it was a natural gift. So that's the sense I get. Really gifted mm-hmm. mediums. So it's, there's almost a genetic component to it. Is that true? Um, I believe I believe there's a that's part of it. But I also developed um, students from psychic to mediumship who have done very very well, and I don't think that there's any component. Again, it's like your desire to learn and the muscle behind it. You know, it, uh-huh. the work that you have to do. I believe it's open to everyone, but you just need to be really careful about your journey and how you acquire it. Huh. But there are natural-born mediums, for sure. Like, I look at my family, my mom's side, um, my grandparents used to have seances all the time. They were very into this work. They used wow. to go to Lilydale in New York. Um, they had uh, one of the prime minister's mediums was a client of my grandmother's. So they would have, like, trumpet mediumship seances practically every weekend. Um, my grandfather, who was Irish, he used to see a psychic weekly. I do not recommend that. Live your life. You should yes, not be exactly. living your life through a psychic. Right. Um, so 
I think that's why I chose my family because I, being who I was at a young age, they both got it without questioning it or belittle, belittling me. When I got to high school, I realized, oh, I better keep this to myself. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the, the playground bullies wouldn't have been happy about that at all. No, no. But so so you, you've been teaching this for quite a long time. You've been helping people mm-hmm. to, to develop their psychic abilities. How long have you been yeah. doing that? Uh, probably since 2000. Yeah, 2000, 2001 I started. Yeah. So you had already had tr- a tremendous amount of experience as a yes. psychic. And yeah. so it seemed like a natural, um, were people saying, hey, teach me to do what you do? Were people saying that? Sometimes, yes. They'd come and see me as, uh, you know, a re- somebody who would read for them and they'd go, I really would like to do that. And I said, well, I've got, you know, classes coming up. Um, have a look on my website and uh, they would sign up. At one point I had 31 students. Can you believe it? It's amazing. Yeah, I've scaled back because I'm I'm semi-retired now. So, (laughs) yeah. But and you know what's really interesting, Roberta, is that these students not only need me as a psychic medium, but they also have a psychological component that they need to chat with me about because it comes up with the work, with the learning. I'm not saying I'm a psychologist and I would always send them to the right people, but there's always that piece that comes up because spirit demands a balanced, kind reader. So you're really, you you have a whole flock of friends that you have taught to be psychics who now Mm -hmm. rely on you. I mean, that's friendship, really. I'd love that. I have students that have with me. I try to get rid of them, actually. No, I'm only kidding. But they say, it, like, we're family. I've got, I've got nine that um, meet regularly, and it's like, we don't know what we would do without this class because it's just like family to us now. And I, that, I think that yes. that is just tremendous. It is. It is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. One of the things I like most about what I do is that I have made so many wonderful friends in the process. Mm-hmm. And some of them, I don't even, um, I, I, they hardly ever communicate with me. But when they do, it's like we're old friends. It's just, yeah. uh, it's a, it's, there, this is an area, everyone, which is developing so rapidly. I mean, I remember 10 years ago, um, this was a sort of exotic thing to be talking about, talking yes. with the dead and all of that. You've seen it too, haven't you, Carolyn? Oh, a, I have, yeah. I, I, you know, well, you're no longer yeah. a pariah. You're more like so- seeked out. As a matter of fact, I don't tell very many people in my personal life who aren't my, like my friends know, but I don't, I go to the gym and I don't talk about it because I yeah. just want to be Carolyn. I don't want people coming up to me saying, "Oh, what are you getting on this?" Yes. Uh, no, don't do that. Um, you know, or, or I go to the library. I'm just Carolyn, and that's uh, I want to be able to live my life as as I would say in quotes a human. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Uh, because even though I don't have any abilities except apparently with to, to talk to Thomas. Oh, and to channel. I had no idea I was channeling mm-hmm. books. I now realize mm-hmm. every single thing I've ever written, uh, every book has been channeled. I even mm-hmm. accept it. Um, I'm a slow student, but I do get it in, in the end. When Just you- don't give up, Roberta. Just don't <laughs> give up. 
But the, but the thing is, um, I, I um, realized, first realized this when I wrote my Thomas a long time ago. Thomas used me to channel um, a book, which I thought was a novel, but it was actually an autobiography of his of sort. And then when when um, that was done, I said, okay, I'm going to start writing more books exactly like that one, which was a historical you know, account. And so mm-hmm. I did the research. I sat down with my hands on the keys of my computer, and I, for, for, I sat like that for two months every morning, and I could not complete a sentence. So that was my lesson from him, that I could yeah. not do anything like that without his help. And so now I don't even try. I just oh, say, what's your today tom and that's about that's all i do i had the same type of uh experience in that i was at lilydale and there were about 40 students in the class and the teacher said who's the one with most experience and my hand shot up i should have kept my of hand down. <laughs> and uh and who's got the least experience and uh he said, well, this is the first time I've ever done this. And it's like a workshop. I'm saying, oh, my gosh. He gave the most eloquent reading ever. It was perfect. I got nothing. Oh, isn't that funny? Aren't they- it was horrid. <laughs> I left that class. I was walking up and down the, the, the road of the roads in Lilydale. I said, how could you do? I mean, I was ranting with them. How could you do this to me? I am so embarrassed, blah, 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 blah. And there was a silent voice that said, without us. You're nothing. And And it totally put me in my place. There was no more ego after that. Oh, my goodness. He has done Mm -hmm. that with me completely. Completely. Mm -hmm. I mean, he demanded that he wanted to go back internal. He's very uncomfortable about um, being public at all. And that's him. And I guess I can't change that. I would love it if I could, you know, get more direct communication from him Mm -hmm. and share it with the world. But I can't do that. He doesn't. He, he's who he that's is, and that's his role. He he's working with no. you exclusively, is what I'm hearing. And by the way, you are writing about your past lives. Did you know that? No. Uh-huh. Thanks, <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> look back on them now and have a look. Didn't they resonate with you? No, I, I, I really. I, no, I, I, because I don't really understand what I'm doing, even when I'm doing it. And that's mm-hmm. an embarrassing thing to be saying to a lot of people. But mm-hmm. none of this has been, been what I thought I was mm-hmm. going to do with my life. None of it, mm-hmm. even day after. I love what I do. I love mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. But I don't pretend to have any idea what, what I'm doing or what, mm-hmm. what's even going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's quite it's quite an amazing way to live, but you get to a point in your life where you figure, well, you've had your turn, and now it's God's turn, and that's what I'm doing now is God's turn. So yeah, you, you just give it up and just go with the flow. That's all you can do. But mm-hmm. I love that story about what your guides did to you. Oh. Don't they don't they help us come to understand that we have an important role, but it's a very defined role, and we're not the ones who define that role? Yeah, um, so I have we, to say yes our lives over and it all happens beautifully i I, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness really get out of the way carolyn let us work (laughs) that's exactly right that's exactly right (laughs) he's pleased about our conversation by the way Um, oh well thank you thomas he's a sweetie i like him he will he will he will never you know say or do anything that i want him to say or do but on the other hand randomly he will He'll laugh or he'll, and I will be very aware that something amuses him. 
Um, more and more now, he's not—he's not disappointed in me. It used to be almost every day I would oh. just know I had fallen short in one way or another. But now, he seems to be much more comfortable. He believes that the things that we're working on are unfolding as they should. Yes, there are a lot of all over the world who are working on the raising of the consciousness vibrations of this planet. And when I first met Thomas five years ago, he thought we didn't have a shot in Hades to get it done. He was he was really pretty distressed and anxious. About, well, and he doesn't like me using that word, but he was. He was bothered by it. But he's more and more comfortable now that it really all the people working on this are going to come together and it's going to get done. So, Well, uh, you know what? At, uh, without dating what's going on right now, but because of what we're going through right now as a as a planet, this is all part of this um, uh, raising the consciousness. We're going from a me mentality to a we mentality, and we're recognizing that we are interconnected. Something that can happen on the other side of the planet can affect us. The, the, I, we should talk about what's going on now, um, because you, you could be listening to us five years from now, but um, this is the spring of 2020, and we are in coronavirus hell at the moment, and not sure. And I, Carolyn is in, in Canada, and so I, the first thing I said to her was, is it as bad there as it is here? Is it all worse? But, um, but that's interesting, because a lot of people have asked me, what does this have to do with the raising of the consciousness vibration of the planet? And you're saying quite a bit. Yes, a lot, yeah. And I also have noticed the light workers are holding the energy of the planet. We have good days and we have bad days, and I feel it's like the planet inhaling and exhaling. And with each exhale, the uh, light workers feel it and carry the energy out, out you know? Because yeah. like, we're grieving a, a life we um, knew and we'll never know again because we'll always have this in the back of our mind. But I feel very strongly that if we can get out of me, 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 to us, that we are all connected and we work for the collective, not just ourselves, that will go a long way t- for our um, soul development. And no, I, unfortunately... I, I, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish. I said, unfortunately, the lessons are getting harder. This pandemic is probably the hardest lesson we've ever had. But it's because we're not getting it. That's why the lessons get harder. It's more like, hey, 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 here we are. Yes. Pay attention, people. No, he, he, he seems to be feeling quite satisfied now with the progress, mm-hmm. which really yeah. does surprise me. Um, I think I'll, probably a lot of people's guides are, are beginning to breathe a little sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's, he's saying it's not that we aren't there yet, but we're no. going in the right direction now. And yeah. he's pleased about how we've handled yeah. this. I'm, I'm glad to say that. Yeah, oh, my goodness. We've <laughs> lost a lot of people, and that's very, very sad. But right. knowing um, that there is an afterlife, I feel very strongly. You know, they are in a good place. It's just so sad that we've lost them. But they're lost from here, but they're not lost from there. Exactly. The old saying, the people on the shore waving goodbye to the ship, they're all saying, oh, there it goes, there it goes. And then the people beyond the horizon are saying, here it comes, here it comes. That's true with each of us individually as we go home. And all of our death dates are pretty much planned, apparently. 
uh, for for the people dying now, this was and nearly all of them are elderly apparently. This this was a planned exit point. Um, mm-hmm. Almost no deaths are accidental, especially deaths from disease. So it's all good. But I think, Carolyn, that that what you're doing in helping people get in contact with their guides is a very good thing. To Thank have you. the discipline of the guide helping you to make the most of your lifetime, work out the plan you and the guide worked out before you were even born. What could be better than that? Nothing. That's absolutely the, that's nothing. The best. Now I won't say that it was an easy life because no. there's a lot of learning. But uh, as my mentor says, it's like you all are walking up a mountain and there's a whole bunch of people with you. But as you get up further, it's harder to walk. It's a narrower path and you get to the point where people are falling off. You keep walking, you keep walking. Then there's only room for one person. And you get up to the top of the mountain, you look around, you think, wow, this is beautiful. But you forget about all the the stumbles that you made along the way and all yes. the people that you lost because they just couldn't keep up. So I'm saying this is a very wonderful experience, but you earn it. Do you know what I'm saying, Roberta? Yes. Yes, yes. totally. But mm-hmm. I, and I'm thinking, too, as you're saying that, mm-hmm. the difference now is going to be that all of those people on their individual journeys are going to be able to stick it much better yeah. than they could have before because more and more and I just I can see so many people opening to spirit now that mm-hmm. didn't before that's become a lot of what I teach at this point is mm-hmm. how to raise your vibration as rapidly as you can and we use the teachings yeah. of Jesus which I think are the easiest way to do it but um but I never dreamed that was where I was going to go and I don't know where it's going next we're having so much fun Carolyn it ought to be against the law I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I really- agree it really is fun. We've yes. come to the end of our time. Um, I wow. want you to know that I know, see how much fun we have. It always goes very quickly. Um, the, Carolyn has a, a terrific book. It's called Compassionate Messenger, True Stories from a Psychic Medium. I mean, if you enjoy her on Seek Reality, you're, you're going to enjoy the book more. It's lovely. And um, we're going to have her back again in a few months to talk about her older book. And she's working on another one, too. So we, we'll, we'll be talking with Carolyn again. But um, thank you, dear. And put, t- tell us briefly, uh, you're, it's carolynmolnar.com, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-O-L-N-A-R.com, right? You have other books there, too, for sale, right? Yes, I do. I have the book that you were referring to. It's called It Is Time, Knowledge from the Other Side, and that's um, that's actually a channeled book, and that has a story behind it, so wait, there's more. And I have three <laughs> meditation CDs. Oh, I also want to say that I put a free meditation CD on my website at under stores and if you scroll down to the bottom you'll find it with beach stones and it's for just trying to alleviate the anxiety of what we're going through right now it's meditation just to let you breathe and relax so i invite you to try that one out too wow great thank you so much thank you roberta Big virtual hug, my dear. We can hug just fine as long as we don't actually get in the same room together. Um, <laughs> but very soon, very soon, everyone, this too shall pass, and we'll be stronger and better than before, as Carolyn just, just told us. So um, thank you for being here, and uh, we're going to do this again really soon. I look forward to it. Thank you, Roberta.
Everyone, this has been Seek Reality. Please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began and you never will end. And when you really get what that means, it's going to change your whole life for the better. Next week, our guest will be Larry Burke, MD, and he'll be here for the second time, too. Larry is a holistic radiologist. It makes my husband's head explode because he's a traditional doctor, but he is. He's an MD who is a holistic radiologist and dream-tapping coach trained in hypnosis, acupuncture, and EFT. He was a co-founder of Duke Ryan Research Center, and his books are... Um, Let Magic Happen, Adventures in Healing with a Holistic Radiologist, and Dreams That Can Save Your Life, Early Warning Signs of Cancer and Other Diseases. Apparently, your, your mind really will reach out to you if you know how to, how to, to see the signs. He's been a guest trainer at the wonderful Monroe Institute, we love them, since 2014. These Seek Reality programs are archived, so as we just said, this is actually the spring of, as we speak, the spring of 2020. And one of the things that's happening right now is that we are getting some lessons that are helping us all grow spiritually by quite a bit. And this is an area where um, uh, Dr. Burke is working quite actively. So we're going to be talking next week about the whole coronavirus uh, issue and, and what we can do and what he's doing and what's going to happen. So Larry Burke will be with us. And this week we've been talking with my lovely Canadian friend, spiritual medium, Carol, or psychic medium. I don't know. Is there a difference, Carolyn? We'll talk about that next time you and I get together. Carolyn Molnar. She also has been here uh, for the second time, and she's been a psychic medium working worldwide for more than 30 years. She also teaches classes in mediumship and in psychic development. And today we've been exploring the fact that all of us really do have latent psychic abilities. And that's something I didn't realize until recently. Her second book, which it was Compassionate Messenger, as I said, True Stories from a Psychic Medium, and I loved it. So it would be a good way, if you were interested in knowing more, to come to better understand the, the field of psychic mediumship. This is such an important time for all of us to be doing all we can to learn how to work with our spirit guides. I love the fact that that's an area where she specializes. And so just go to carolynmolnar.com. Everything is there that you need to know more about her and more about what she does. As you know, I have my own nonfiction books. They're all on Amazon. Just look me up and there they are. Um, and there'll be a new one out in this, in 2020, but it's still delayed. Thomas still doesn't want it to come out quite yet. It's called The Fun of Loving Jesus, Embracing the Christianity that Jesus Taught. He has his own schedule. He doesn't tell me what it is. So it'll be out soon though, he says. You can order all these books through bookstores or on Amazon, and the adult books, of course, are also available as audiobooks. Please know that whenever you want to talk to me, all you have to do is go to the green contact block on robertagrimes.com. I answer every email. Just please be sure to give me your correct email address. And meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy, please make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you, in particular, you are a powerful, eternal being, and you, most of all in the universe, you are infinitely, infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth changes everything.